Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my ghoul friend Jessica. Wingapo. Wingapo. Yes, we have to bring that back. I love it. (laughs) So... Y'all might notice there is a different title with today's episode. It doesn't say Stabby Snippets. It doesn't say Spookster Club Select. It says Spookster Club Vault, which we got this from inspired by Disney Vault because, you know, we're nerds. So I'm here to explain before things move along. Okay, so for March and April, we are going to be publicly releasing some of our favorite all-tier episodes from Patreon, a.k.a the Spookster Club. We thought it would be fun and we really like these episodes and we wanted to share them with everybody so you can kind of see what goes on over there. And also we just thought the content was super fun. And as you can see by the title, the first one to kick things off we have chosen is Last Meals. Now this one is thrown it way, way back. It is from April 2019. It's always been one of our favorites. So if you are new here, obviously you'll notice a little difference in audio back then, but it's a fun time. It's really interesting and we hope you all enjoy this month we're coming at you with a very fun and i think interesting topic we are talking about last meals yeah 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 we wanted to change it up a little bit instead of just the creepy pastas and i don't even know how this idea came about but i was just like hey jessica what do you think about this and she was down so here we are i'm here for it because i like food and (laughs) this is like we're gonna talk about some extravagance and some oddities Mm -hmm. we will get down to it what are you drinking today well we uh in our time just recorded the listeners episode so if we sound a little tipsy slash (laughs) tired forgive us we're just extra goofy there you go so i have some i refilled my drink so i am just having some more of my uh rosé champagne minus the cotton candy that was a little too sweet so uh no round two for that just champagne i think that's like (laughs) meant for like when you do like the wispies of it like yeah when you get it freshly made and there's no way you have a cotton candy machine that i don't know about no so. no i do not <laughs> <laughs> and then i just stuck with my cranberry vodka because it was yes. already out on my desk 
<laughs> there you go. There we go. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So Jessica will have some fun tidbits for us here in a bit, but I'm going to give you some little interesting history I found uh, in regards to last meals in general. And this, all of this stuff is going to be based in the US. There were some other little rabbit holes for other countries, but we'd be here for like five hours. So right. Because and just so that you know, there is a wiki page mm-hmm. about last meals, and they will tell you all like pretty much almost all the last meals. Yeah. So if you guys are interested, I'll comment and link with that link for you, so you can go ahead and just kind of click through that and look. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here in the U.S., the last meal was introduced in 1924 in the state of Texas. Of course, it's Texas, right? I saw you smirking. <laughs> <laughs> So that was also the same year that Texas replaced the gallows with the electric chair and the state took over executions from individual counties. Nice. There was one single death row located at Huntsville. That's the state of Texas centralized and standardized custody of condemned inmates, which included giving them a last meal. And then also New York adopted this as well back then in the 1920s and on. They actually stopped, I believe, in the 60s. But when they were performing the death penalty, I'm sure this prison will ring a bell. Sing Sing. Oh. Yep, I'm gonna talk about that for a second. They had a couple extra things besides just food. They would actually also allow tobacco products like snuff, cigars, chewing tobacco, and just regular cigarettes if they wanted them. That's nice. Yeah. And they also would offer alcohol before execution. Mm. Which was interesting. I think that would be nice. Yeah. They said they would do it for anyone who was like facing the firing squad or anything like that. And they'd also offer them a last cigarette. I'm only laughing if you can hear me chuckling because it's like sometimes when I drink too much, I can't stand up straight. Like, And I'm just like I have this like <laughs> cartoon image of like a drunk guy trying to stand for his execution. And I'm a bad person. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You all still love me. A little morbid, but it's okay. (laughs) Like Jessica pointed out, that was nice of them. They do it to kind of chill out their nerves and stuff right before they're going to get fucking murdered. Mm -hmm. And in 1925, Patrick Murphy was executed at Sing Sing. And here it's kind of important because it was interesting. So he pled with the warden. His name was Louis Laws for one final drink. And in 1925, prohibition was, of course, enforced throughout the U.S. So whiskey was Mm. forbidden for everybody. In and out of prison, of course. Especially in prison. Yes. Well, the warden, he was a huge opponent of capital punishment, and he was a very well-known connoisseur of scotch, even through the prohibition. Well, well, well. (laughs) So he made a compassionate yet highly illegal decision. He broke both prison and federal laws, and he brought Murphy a small bottle of bourbon an hour before his execution. Aww. Yes. And you're going to awe again because Murphy took the bottle, looked at him, and he gave the bottle back to him saying, you look like you need it more than I do, Warden. Wow. Way to troll someone. Yeah. Now, there's a couple other like lesser known rituals associated around the last meal. So between 1924 and 1964, Texas electrocuted 361 inmates at Huntsville. A part of their last meal, inmates were often ordered as many portions of dessert as there were condemned inmates. So like if prisoner wanted ice cream, 
game and there was five other guys on death row right then with him, they would get the prisoner would ask for six so that none of them would be like left out. And then like it was kind of like a little treat Mm -hmm. for everybody to help raise their spirits as they're about to be executed. Got it. Yeah. And in New York, back at Sing Sing, their last meal was shared either with another inmate, which Francis Two-Gun Crowley, he shared his last meal with John Resco in 1931. Or they could split their meal with all the other condemned people. And Raymond Fernandez did this a couple hours before his execution in 1951. That was nice. Yeah, basically sharing the food was like a tradition, obviously not a right. And that's the same with the last meal. That's the whole thing they emphasize in all the articles and stuff. It's more a tradition than a right, of course. It often kept the inmates kind of like more settled down when one of them was about to die. Yes, because I believe it gets very tense on death row. Yes. Because I mean, they're facing their own mortality at that point, even Mm -hmm. though if it's not there. Yep. I'll just tell you guys real quick, their two meals. So Francis Crowley, his meal was... Was a steak with onions, fries, ice cream, melted ice cream, and apple pie. Wait, so he got two kinds of ice cream? Apparently. I don't know. That's a weird request. Uh, he, yeah, he wanted ice cream and then ice cream on the pie. That's that's what I would assume. Oh, okay. So like, you know, roughly like a $20 meal for his. And then the other one from Raymond, he chose an onion omelet, french fries, a chocolate candy, and a Cuban cigar for his last meal. And then he shared the rest of it, like I said with everybody else that's really nice yeah so there's that and then now for more some kind of like current day facts around the final last meal stuff here in the u.s a lot of the states that do have the death penalty still give the final meal to the inmates but now it's usually a day or two before execution and it's called a special meal which mm, no You know, (laughs) it's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. Alcohol and tobacco now are usually denied. If there's any like super odd requests or anything, those are often replaced with substitutes. Some states have more of a tighter restriction on what they can have as their last meal versus others. Most will just go off what they have in the kitchen because like I kind of compared it to a school in my head. They have a set menu for the month or every 28 days or whatever. So they just kind of sometimes they're like, here, you get this because it's you get chili because it's chili day. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like that kind of thing. But in Florida, they actually have it that the meal must be purchased locally and the cost limit they have is 40 bucks. So they'll go out and buy whatever. Oh, that's nice. Good job, Florida. Yeah, Like you're making up for all those Walmart parking lot stabbings. And in Oklahoma, it's kind of similar, but they only have a $15 limit. Oh, that sucks. That's like you can get Burger King. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Get some Chick-fil-A, you know. And in Louisiana, they have something a little different. The prison ward will typically join the prisoner for their last meal. And on one occasion, apparently, the warden paid for an inmate's lobster dinner. Aw. See, sometimes it's like these people are on death row because obviously they've done something fucked up. Mm -hmm. But then they're like nice people in prison. Yeah. And they like them. Mm -hmm. So they're like, hey. Yeah, they build rapport. So since they eat it a couple, like, you know, like two or so days in advance, most prisoners are required to submit that request like a few days before that. Mm -hmm. So they can, you know, get it to the prison chef, which most of the time is another inmate who preps the meal. So if you watch Orange new black that doesn't surprise you it's such a weird thing because like you think about it and like you have to at that moment think this is the last Mm -hmm. thing i'm gonna eat 
Yeah. And then when the food's ready, it's covered and brought to the prisoner's cell. Like some states, it's, you know, a few days before. But in Virginia, basically what I read was as long as it's four hours before the execution, like they can have it that same day, I guess. So kind of just depends. So we're going to circle back to Texas now. So I got a little little bit of fun tidbit for you. Ooh, Texas. Yes, last little fun tidbit from here. So up until 2004, the Texas Department of Criminal Justice actually posted the last meals of prisoners on their website, but they eventually that year had removed it because people were making complaints that it was offensive. The last request listed was from double homicide convict Larry Hayes. So what he asked for was two bacon double cheeseburgers, french fries, onion rings, ketchup, coleslaw, two Diet Cokes, one quart of milk, one pint of Rocky Road ice cream, one pint of fried okra, salad dressing, tomato, and onion. So all kinds of shit. Texas still posts the names and crimes of its executed offenders as well as their last statements, but no food. And the man that ruined it all, in September of 2011, the state of Texas abolished all special last meal requests after prisoner Lawrence Russell Brewer requested a ridiculous meal, Mm -hmm. but he didn't eat any of it because he said he wasn't hungry. So after that, I'll let Jessica tell what that is in just a second. They decided to abolish the special requests for meals. Yeah. This was a complaint by a Texas senator named John Whitmore, and he called this meal that Jessica's going to tell you about as, quote unquote, inappropriate. Oh, yeah, no, there's no other way to describe what this meal was. (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) hugely inappropriate. It's like, it's so much food, like, no one's going to fucking eat that by themselves. I'm sorry. So yeah, mostly I would say a lot of prisoners' meals are kind of interesting in a morbid way because it's like they're really weird or sometimes it kind of tells like something about them because some of them like they either, you know, they'll decline the last Mm -hmm. meal altogether like some people have, whether it's like a strike or they're pissed or they're just so scared so they're like they don't want to eat. Plenty of inmates pick their old favorite foods or foods they hadn't had ever and they're like, well, last chance, might as well try it or you know i feel like a lot of people can relate food to certain memories so it might be something like you know like a meal from their mom growing up or you know stuff like that so it's just really interesting just the choices that these inmates make on their meals because they vary so much Mm -hmm. and then just kind of reading the different little facts about like practices and stuff was just interesting to me too so yeah i wanted to talk about it totally yeah so yeah i'll hand it off to you because i know you got some details for us So I got a lot of details for you. (laughs) Okay. But I'm going to start with, I found this article and it's the 17 most extravagant last meals on death row. Yes. Now, Tara mentioned some, but some of them, it's like, okay, you ordered a lot. So the first one on my list is Oscar Ray Bolin Jr. And he is a serial killer who was 53 at the time of his death. And he chose to go all out for his final meal. According to CBS News, his last meal, which he was executed in 2016, Mm -hmm. um, he ordered a ribeye steak, which he had medium rare, a baked potato, which had to have both butter and sour cream, a salad that included tomatoes and cucumbers, and it's iceberg lettuce, which gross. Like, I'm going to throw so much shade. Like, there's so much better lettuces out there. Right. (laughs) Right? Garlic bread and a bottle of Coke. And for dessert, 
an entire lemon meringue pie. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just people are like, well, you know, if I'm ever going to eat myself to death, today's the day. There you go. Because, you know, it's it's not going to get any better. No, there's no getting out of it at that point. That's true. So the second person on my list is Earl Forrest. And I did a little research on him because he's on both of my lists. So he is actually accused of killing three people. He killed a woman. So he goes over to her house and he kills this woman because she refuses to uphold her end of the deal. And the deal was that she was going to buy his lawnmower and or buy a lawnmower and a mobile home in exchange. He introducing her to his drug connection. Oh, Okay. Right. So she didn't want to do that. (laughs) So he shot her, his friend, went home, got into a shootout with the law, shot his girlfriend. She didn't die. Shot a sheriff. He didn't die. But then shot a deputy who died. Oh, that's sad. So yeah. So he was executed. So that was that was good. He actually was on death row for 11 years. Mm -hmm. And before he was executed, he chose to eat pasta, steak, tomatoes, cucumbers. There's a lot of tomatoes and cucumbers on this list. Interesting. Both things. I'm like, meh. (laughs) <laughs> also wanted a side of fruit a piece of chocolate cake and he washed it all down with a glass of milk ew i don't like drinking milk so eh. <gasps> you wouldn't survive in our house <laughs> we're big milk ew. drinkers uh, no i have it for like cereal and cooking and stuff but i don't drink it i don't like it now and so now we're going to talk about lawrence russell brewer <gasps> yes Okay, so dude is the reason, like Tara said, they no longer do last meal requests in Texas. And you just get whatever everyone else is eating, which kind of sucks. Right. Like I said earlier, like if it's fucking chili day, that's your last meal. And, you know, prison chili is probably not that good. You know, what's even worse is if it's like cream spinach day. Oh, ew. Gross. I bet they like those days. They're like, okay, let's make it a little bit nicer. You know, I mean, because your execution is scheduled out so far in advance. They could probably. Okay, you ready? Strap in for this one. Yes, let's do it. He ordered two chicken fried steaks, fried okra, a bacon cheeseburger with triple the meat, three fajitas, a pound of barbecue. I don't know what kind of barbecue. It just is a fucking pound of barbecue, an entire meat lover's pizza, a pint of ice cream, and the finale was a slab of peanut butter fudge with crushed peanuts. He didn't eat a fucking bit of it. Uh, Yeah, that would fucking piss me off. Right? Because like you see all this shit coming in and then you see it go away. And I would have been like, can I have some? Like, I don't care that it's cold. <laughs> right? Shit. Like, at least he could have been like, give it to whoever, you know, and then it's up to the guards to be like, yes or no. But nope, got to be a full on dick (laughs) and a lot of times that they make requests to share and it gets denied yeah like you were saying but it's like it gets denied more than it gets you know yeah okay the next guy is ronnie lee gardner and he is on death row because he's a murderer or was on death row because now he's no longer existence he requested um surf and turf so you know lobster and steak with apple pie ice cream for dessert and served with a seven up but what makes his thing even weirder is it's not just like i want this food but he requested that he fast for 48 hours before and while he did that he watched the entire series of the lord of the rings that's fucking weird and they let it happen that is fucking weird. i don't know if he was just maybe like a fan of the books and then he got caught and then he's like fuck i don't know if i'm gonna see the movies i don't know it's just <laughs> possibly <laughs> right it's like that's such a random and weird thing yeah the next guy on my list of extravagant is daniel anthony lucas he essentially was on death row for 16 years after murdering a family after a home burglary attempt so you know shit went wrong 
So he ate a steak. Mm. I don't know if he ate a steak and cheese calzone or steak and a cheese mm-hmm. calzone. <laughs> I don't know. Then he ate a pizza with all meat toppings, a stuffed portobello mushroom, a chef salad that incorporated two kinds of dressing, so essentially two salads, mm-hmm. honey mustard and ranch, and he drank orange juice with it, which is fucking weird because I don't know if you have ever had orange juice and pizza at the same time. No, never. Like, you could have at least ordered orange soda. Right, but nope, orange juice. Had to get it. Right. A number six is John Wayne Connor, not John Wayne Gacy, but we'll get to him. Okay. He was in prison because an argument took a deadly turn and his meal consisted of 10 hush puppies, 10 pieces of fried catfish, two triple deluxe hamburgers with bacon added on them, a sliced raw onion, which is presumed to be used for the burgers, and two whole pints of vanilla ice cream. It is not known if he finished. I'm going to say no. (laughs) But they never tell you how long you have to eat all this shit. That's true. I mean, because they give it to them. Most places give it to them a few days before. So. Right. So they could literally Hmm. just be eating. Because that's my thought is if you ate this really slowly, you could probably do it. Yeah, that's true. If that was all you're eating for like a couple days. Right. And it doesn't matter that you're gorging yourself to the point of no return because the reason we all stop is we don't want to get sick. Like, mm-hmm. if they could literally get sick, it wouldn't matter. The next guy's name is Stephen Woods. And what did he do? I don't know. That doesn't say. But apparently he had a very odd request because he claimed to be a vegetarian. But this motherfucker ordered this. He ordered a large pizza with every meat you can think of. He had fried chicken, garlic breadsticks, fried chicken steak, hamburger topped with bacon, ice cream and pretty much every soft drink you can think of. You had Mountain Dew, Pepsi, root beer, and sweet tea. Oh god, that sounds miserable. Especially if he was a vegetarian. Like, like there's something, oof. I don't know if any of you have done like a vegetarian fast and then start eating meat. Like your body does not adjust. Mm-mm. So this would be no. a very miserable last couple of days. But I guess maybe if he'd been a vegetarian his whole life, he's like, man, I might as well just try something. Exactly. That was my other thought. Mm-hmm. The next guy is Dennis Bagwell. His last meal was a medium rare steak, which has now made me because I keep reading medium rare. I don't know if it's just that's the only way these cooks know how to cook it or if I eat like a serial killer because I like my steaks medium rare. So. That's how I like them too. So he had a steak that's medium rare served with A1 sauce. Three fried chicken thighs and breasts, French fries, two deluxe hamburgers, ribs, onions, a side salad with ranch, and he had a, he had more. <laughs> and that yeah, that's not all. He had a bunch of breakfast foods. He had a dozen eggs scrambled with onions, a pound of fried Jesus. bacon, fried tater tots, peach pie, coffee, and iced tea. Well then, okay. Goddamn, like <laughs> Jesus. Seriously. Um, this next guy is one of my favorites. His name is Thomas Grasso or Grasso. I don't know how to say it. So he was weird. He was being executed because he strangled an old lady with Christmas lights and then killed later killed another elderly man. So he had a request, which was a bit strange, but then he also had a fucking complaint. He asked for two dozen steamed clams and mussels, barbecue spare ribs, half a pumpkin pie with whipped cream topping, strawberries, a double cheese cheeseburger from Burger King and a room temperature can of SpaghettiOs. Ew. And he complained that he didn't actually get SpaghettiOs. They gave him like the spaghetti that comes in the can. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like someone who went out to buy this was just like the SpaghettiOs were out and they're like, fuck him. Like he can't like what's what's he gonna do? (laughs) 
Uh, I would have got like ravioli or something. Right. Okay. So number 10 on this list is William Bonin. And he was a very sick individual because he raped and tortured little boys. Mm. Yeah. And I don't think he should have gotten a last meal. No. Especially this one. And it's a little weird. So he had two pizzas with pepperoni and sausage, three servings of chocolate ice cream. Like at that point, just fucking get a pint. Like, right. Three. Three six-packs of both Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Ew. What the fuck? Weird. Of both. Like, he didn't pick one. Okay. He had both brands, which is fucking odd. Right? And this next guy is Ricky Ray Rector, and he is on both of my lists as well. Mm-hmm. He is... A murderer. He ended up killing some people in an argument. But what he ordered was he ordered a steak, fried chicken, which a lot of people mm-hmm. do, and he got pecan pie. But what set him apart is that he wanted cherry Kool Aid. Gross, <laughs> but okay. I hate cherry flavored anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ugh. Gross. Now, here's the weird thing about Rector. So essentially, during his crime, he killed two people and then he tried to kill himself, but accidentally gave himself a lobotomy. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. He shot himself with a 38 caliber pistol uh-huh. and it basically like blew off the, his frontal lobe or destroyed it. Wow. So he wasn't like towards the end all there. Mm-hmm. So this is the really like this part, like even though he did these like really bad things where he killed these two people, he killed them because his friend was like refusing to pay a $3 entry fee to go to a dance party at a restaurant. <laughs> I know it's just like, it's like, I don't think he was all there prior to this moment, but you know, yeah, he gets his last meal and he eats everything, but the dessert they're like, you know, eat your pie. And he's like, I'm going to save it for later. Oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> There's no fucking later. <laughs> it's now. Right. Like, nobody said to him, like, you know what, dude? Like, you got to eat this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they didn't because they were dicks. So the next guy is Peter Kirk. He is German, so I don't really know how to say it. And he's known as the vampire of Dusseldorf. Okay. Yeah, he murdered and sexually assaulted people. And FYI, he was executed by guillotine. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. So he wanted Wiener Sitzel, which is not the hot dog place. <laughs> very get very annoyed by this. Wiener Sitzel in Europe, because he was from Europe, yeah. is basically pounded pork that is like breaded and fried. Okay. And it's fucking delicious. And I know how to make it <gasps> because my Austrian exchange student taught me. Oh, my God. And this is the like, way you eat it. It's Wiener Sitzel with fried potatoes, which most of the time it's served with french fries now. And a glass of white wine. I need that. <laughs> right? It's delicious. You come when you come to visit, I'll Yay. Make it. The most extravagant thing about this is that he was like, uh, can I get seconds? And they accommodated. Wow. Cause normally they don't, I don't think. Right. I think it's also because it wasn't excessive. Like that's the weird thing. Yeah. Like the excessive part was that he asked for seconds, but yeah. Yeah. Now we're gonna talk about our boy Gacy. Oh god. John Wayne. For his last meal, he requested a full bucket of KFC original fried chicken, fried shrimp, some french fries. He also wanted a pound of strawberries. Interesting. It's a weird request. Yeah, just random. This next guy's name, and I'm going to butcher it, is Bruno Hauptmann. That's what I'm going with. Sure. So what he wanted is his last meal included chicken, french fries. It was also accompanied by olives, buttered peas, cherries, celery, and a slice of cake for dessert. 
Did you say celery? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And he's the guy that kidnapped and murdered the Lindenberg baby in New Jersey. Oh. So, like, he famous. Yeah. But he fucking had celery. Like, that's <laughs> diet food. You don't eat diet food th- this time. <laughs> like, I'm currently on the keto diet. I know I've talked about this before. Uh-huh. But it's like, if I was, if God gave me, like, one last meal, it is not going to be diet food. No. The next guy, his name is Alan Lee Davis, and they call him Tiny Davis. And he was named Tiny Davis because he weighed um, 350 pounds. Sounds right. Is ironic. So he got a whole lobster tail, a half a pound of fried shrimp, and clams. And then he enjoyed a half loaf of garlic bread. That's a lot of garlic bread. Yeah, it's a lot of garlic. He had a lot of like, I mean, it's all excessive. So this is true. So number 16 on this list is Robert Harris. And he got a, you know, it's a bit hefty, 21 piece KFC bucket, two large Domino's pizzas, some jelly beans, ice cream, six cans or bottles of Pepsi, a pack of camel cigarettes. But they were like, fuck you. You're not getting Domino's. You're getting Tombstone pizza, which is like both a big fuck you because that shit tastes like cardboard (laughs) and it's a little ominous. Ooh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) I was just like thinking, I've never had that pizza. That's all I concentrated on. (laughs) No, don't do it. I'll believe you. And the last guy on this list, his name is Marion Pruitt. And Mm -hmm. Pruitt is one of those guys who is like, you know what? I want to share with my cellmates or my blockmates but he was denied he ordered four whoppers from burger king a Mm -hmm. stuffed crust pizza from pizza hut and pepsi he also asked for some vegetables he had eggplant okra squash all fried and he finished it off with a pecan pie he reportedly wanted to ask for a roast duck but didn't think the prison would allow it Hmm. i mean they got you fucking four whoppers i'm pretty sure they get you a roast duck (laughs) Yeah, probably. Should have asked. They could have got you the, they could have cooked the duck on site. Like, yeah. So I'm just going to hit some of my favorites and then we'll be done. I want to talk about Victor Vagar. Mm-hmm. That's how you pronounce his name. He was executed in 1963. He actually kidnapped a doctor to uh, basically get access to pain meds. But then he said that he had a drifter with him and the drifter killed the doctor. And then he out of like, you know, he killed the doctor so that the guy wouldn't kill anymore. No, he killed the drifter. There we go. He killed the drifter because he was like, oh, no, you killed the doctor. But um, Mm -hmm. they never found the drifter's body, but they found um, the doctor and then they found Victor trying to sell his car. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And because he took it over state lines this became a federal case and jfk actually was the one who would have done the clemency but denied it because he thought he was fucked up Hmm. he asked for his last meal a single olive with a pit in it because he wanted to have a olive tree grow out of him what as a symbol of peace this guy does not understand logistics. That, that doesn't work. Because they bury you six feet down. I'm not like saying I know everything about like, I'm not an arborist, but I'm pretty sure a seed that far down. But they did say that they found it in his pocket. Interesting. Because I was like, if he ate the, like, did he mm-hmm. eat the pit or what? But yeah, no, that makes sense. Because I'm like, um, if he ate it, that's not going to happen. No. It's going to die in your digestive tract, sir. Yes. (laughs) The next person I want to kind of make a mention at is Timothy McVeigh. He is the Oklahoma City bomber. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't like him. He's a bad person. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it was a very interesting. He asked for two pints of mint and chocolate chip ice cream. Oh, I like that ice cream. God damn it. Right? That's what I was like. Damn it. Why do these people got to like shit I like? <laughs> we could talk about Ted Bundy's. Yes, of course. Yeah. Let's talk about Ted Bundy's. He actually declined a special meal and just went with what the mm-hmm. traditional last meal was because they used to have one in case someone didn't want it. Mm-hmm. And it was a steak cooked medium rare. Mm. Eggs over easy. Which is how I like my egg. <laughs> Hash browns, toast with butter and jelly, milk and juice. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who have declined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ate nothing. Mm-hmm. Eileen Warnos. She was a serial killer in America. She declined a special meal, had a hamburger and other snacks from the prison canteen, but her last request was that she had a cup of coffee. One of these I found interesting was not so much the last meal. He actually had a stay of clemency due to the fact that he was too fat. Oh, And he was to be executed via legal injection, and they didn't think that they could give him a dose that would work properly. Oh, shit. So he had a T-bone steak, onion rings, fries, four eggs over easy, toast with butter, hash browns, a pint of Rocky Road ice cream, a Mountain Dew, and authentic bear claw. Oh, this person had, uh, I'm not going to even say their names. I'm just going to roll through it. They had a, he had chicken parmesan with Alfredo pasta, ice cream, two milkshakes, and a 12 pack of grape soda. Ew. (laughs) Grape soda is gross. I think it's a woman. Her name is Ruth. Oh, well, Ruth thought soda's nasty. (laughs) Right. Of all the sodas. There was actually, um, in 1927 is one of the first recorded meals that Mm -hmm. was done. It was two um, people who were convicted for this like warehouse shooting. It's Sacco and vanzetti they got soup meat toast and tea okay that sucks a lot of big themes through here is that people want excessive shit mm-hmm. this guy Stephen wayne anderson he had two grilled cheeses a pint of cottage cheese a hominy corn mix one piece of peach pie one pint of chocolate chip ice cream and radishes why the fuck radishes one of those weird vegetables that he liked i guess it's such a weird thing because it's like i don't know this is the to me this blows my mind this whole concept of like we give these guys a last meal right when they don't deserve it oh there's your velma barfield on here on this list oh yeah her uh cheese doodles cheese doodles and two glasses of coke or whatever yeah that's such a weird thing Soda seems to be a big thing. Yeah, I was going to say like soda and ice cream and pizza and steak are like the big ones. How did this guy not make the list? Stanley Baker. He had two 16-ounce ribeyes, one pound of turkey breast sliced thin, 12 bacon strips, two hamburgers with mayo, onion and lettuce, two baked potatoes with butter and sour cream, cheese and chives, four slices of cheese, and a half a pound of grated cheddar cheese. Why the fuck grated cheddar cheese? Um, A chef salad with blue cheese dressing, two ears of corn on the cob, a pint of mint chip ice cream, and four cans of (laughs) vanilla Coke and Mr. Pibb. Wow. Not even Dr. Pepper? Mr. Pibb? (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Pibb. And this was in 2002. 
Okay. Yeah, in Texas. So, you know. Right before. Yep. Some of these are like crazy. I'm like, okay, I'm down for it. This person had filet mignon wrapped with bacon, deveined shrimp sauteed in garlic butter with lemon, a baked potato with butter, sour cream, chives, and real bacon bits, corn on the cob, asparagus with hollandaise sauce, French bread with butter, goat cheese, cantaloupe, apple pie, vanilla ice cream, and iced tea. Hmm. How did we just get people to give us this? Murder someone, Jessica? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another person did a single, but he did a single unpitted black olive. Weird. Copycat. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's such a random thing to, like, give to people. Like, this is, oh, this person Mm -hmm. had three pieces of Kentucky Fried Chicken. That seems to be a big theme. Mm-hmm. Fried chicken too, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had three pieces of KFC chicken, banana pudding, nachos with chili cheese and jalapeno peppers, two 16-ounce bottles of Mountain Dew, and a potato logs with ketchup. I don't know what potato logs are. I think it's like JoJo's. <gasps> I'm having flashbacks to New Way Market. <laughs> <laughs> JoJo's. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Oh, I'm sure. We could just sit here like forever going over all of these yeah there was one that was weird it was like they had pickled pig's feet and tails or something like that ew oh this person asked for a birthday cake oh my god did they execute him on his birthday (laughs) that would be fucked up (laughs) he asked for a birthday cake and pizza and he shared it with his family that makes me feel like it was his birthday i'm sure it happened a few times oh god you would think that they would just be like nah it's it's cool right yeah, I mean, there's so there's so many on this list. The interesting thing about in Europe is the last year that they executed someone that's on this list is 1931. Oh, wow. Yeah. And their first person they had on there, he was hung and he was a serial killer. His name, oh, his name was Charles Peace. Hmm. So we have, I've obviously thrown a ton of people in what they're having. And if I sat here any longer, I'm sure I could just read the whole damn list because there is so many. Oh, yeah. But Tara... What would your last meal consist of? (sighs) I've been thinking about this like the whole time we've been talking about this. Okay, so I would get some chicken pho because I love it. Mm. Mainly for the broth, to be honest with you. I'm weird. (laughs) (laughs) I would also have probably some mint and chip ice cream. I love mint and chip ice cream. A white mocha from Dutch Bros because I miss Dutch Bros coffee. Some chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A and french fries from mcdonald's and then since we can't have alcohol i would want coke out of a can and some water and that's it i like that you said water like i like some water please. <laughs> <laughs> oh and honey mustard for my chicken nuggets boom oh yeah you gotta have some sort of mm-hmm. thing ah uh, it is a tough thing to think of like yeah because like on the one hand it's like what are my favorite foods and it's like mm. those are very specific because it's like my mom's cooking yeah but um I think if I had to, like, I would want lasagna Mm. and not gluten-free lasagna. (laughs) (laughs) No. I want lasagna that would upset me. Um, I definitely, if I'd want Dr. Pepper and not Coke, and I'd want it, I'd want it from a can too, but I think I want Mm -hmm. cherry Dr. Pepper. Oh, I like that kind, actually. Like, I don't like most cherry stuff, but I do like that. Yeah, it's delicious. And um, side note, if you just add a little bit of SoCo in it, it's even more delicious. But since I can't have that... (laughs) I definitely have french fries, though I think I would want the crisscross french fries fr- or like from Chick-fil-A. <gasps> oh, I changed my mind. Yeah, I haven't had Chick-fil-A in so long. I pick their fries. Do they not have chicken filet? <laughs> Do they have Chick-fil-A in Alaska? <laughs> no, that's why like as soon as I land, I'm getting it. 
Oh my god, I love Chick Fil A. I know we do. I'm so excited for you because <gasps> there's one really close to that airport. Yeah, that's what my sister said. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Oh, let's see. I think I would want. I just. I think I'd want to try like a little bit of everything that was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I think I would yeah. specifically not be like, "Can I get a whole lasagna? Can I be like get a tiny piece of lasagna?" Right. And I would want it to be meat and spinach because I love that together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would want. I don't know. I I'd want yellow curry, like yellow Thai curry, because that's my favorite. And then probably chicken mm-hmm. tiki masala. I'm just thinking, like, can I get little portions of this? <laughs> <laughs> can you guys just DoorDash me small portions? Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> thanks, bye. I don't know. Like, and that's such a hard concept too, because it's like it is. I think I'd want a milkshake, but then again, if I just got ice cream, that would work. <gasps> mm, I want the black olive and goat cheese <laughs> ice cream from Salt and Straw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> yes, I'm just sitting here thinking about it right now. <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't listen, um, the to the episode I got back from Disneyland, I went there. I did a solo trip, and there's this new ice cream place in downtown Disney, and it's called Salt and Straw, and they have locations all over California. And I should you not, they I saw this ice cream, and I was like. That can't be good. I just want to try it for the sheer, like, it's going to be gross. And it fucking changed my life. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And what would you have? You said mint chip ice cream for dessert. Mm-hmm. I think I would do that for dessert. I think I would do that ice cream. Or their Lucky Charms one. Mm. Yeah. A very specifically from Salt and Straw. I need to try this place sometime. Well. I know. They're all over California, <laughs> but not near me. The we'll closest one to me is in San Francisco, so. Oh, damn. Not driving three hours. I mean, there is a possibility I might drive three hours for ice cream. My husband would not approve. We'll see. I I think he would approve, but then he'd be like, really? Did we just drive all the way for this? Okie dokie. Yeah. Well, that kind of wraps it up for us. We hope you enjoyed it and comment what you would want your last meal to be. 